This is a Rooster Teeth production. Today's show is sponsored by ExpressVPN. You're working from home? Protect your sensitive data with an extra layer of security at expressvpn.com slash rooster. Thanks, ExpressVPN. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooster Podcast. I'm Gus. I'm Gavin. I'm John. I'm Barbara. And Gus. Look, see? <gasps> no, you won't forget. Look at that. Shouldn't it say, and I'm Gus? No. No. And, and Gus. That's what I say. It's, it, it's billing. Gus, Gavin, John, Barbara, and Gus. And Gus. Okay. <laughs> you won sure? him over. All right. We're no. not changing the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> shirt is made. <laughs> the shirt's, I think it's available now. Maybe. Question mark. Shirt. Maybe. Pants. Yeah. Oh. Sorry. We got a whole. I've got some more. Bunch of cool new merch. We also have all the, the new Rick and Morty uh, swag. I got one of the shirts in the hoodie right here. John's got one of the shirts over there. The Achieve. Swifty. Swifty. Swifty five. And Gus, not Rick and Morty. And Gus. And Gus. Uh. Wait, this is this is uh, Gus's first line. This is my first line, so go buy it. Is your name? Get rid of that lower <laughs> third. <laughs> get rid of it. And Gus, look at this pants. Was Whoa. your was the sh- the shirt with your face on it not? Well, this your is line. Like, you know, like Jeff got his like line. Fuck you know? the Jeff collection. Fuck the and Jeff Gus. collection. Get the and Gus collection. Ooh, those look soft. They are. Gus, you like, can't have them unless you buy them. Store.roosteeth.com. I don't get any money from this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I told so go show them. You love Gus and Gus. And Rick and Morty. No. Uh, <laughs> just Gus. <laughs> I told uh, I told Gus to when I challenged him to like uh, do this. Uh, line of his, you know, he could do whatever he wanted. He was, he was free to base it off of any kind of aesthetic he wanted, and he wanted to go with like loungewear because he wanted the most like, like chill. <laughs> Listen, uh, if it's going to be true to what I would wear, yeah. I just want comfortable clothes to be comfortable at so, home. So That's stuff why you wouldn't e- wear out. Even yeah. <laughs> it's true. <Yeah. laughs> the entire Angus collection is bespoke for uh, staying a, home. I'm gonna let you in on the secret. It looks like I'm wearing slacks. These are sweatpants. <laughs> Whoa. Dude, I had no idea. It's like when people wear the, the sweatpants with jeans. Like, didn't I just eat yeah. yeah, she just posted on Instagram about that like yesterday. Yeah, I just eat uh, a good friend of ours. She posted on Instagram how she was wearing jeans, and I was like, she. I don't think I've ever in the like ten years of knowing her seen her wear jeans. And then she went Whoop, and it just pulled like the waistband. <laughs> the, oh, she's one of those people who just doesn't wear. She just doesn't wear jeans. She's the, like a sweatpants person. The button was like printed on. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the rivet for the button That's was like fantastic. printed on the sweatpants. Yeah. I wonder if you get a whole suit, like a convincing Absolutely jacket, tie, sure, sweatpants, I'm sure, I'm sure pocket square. Oh, I'd get that. I think there should be a challenge for that merch, Gus. The and Gus stuff. Of people having to wear it and trying to explain it to other people <laughs> what it means. That's like the new Face Jam challenge. Yeah. The oh, and Gus challenge. Hopefully uh, their name is Gus. Well, well, we're n- it's not just Gustavo's. We'll let Augustus join in on the, yeah. fr- on the fun too. Augustus. Or Augustus. any other Gus's that may- there may be. Um, we should send one to the, um, what's his name? Gus Johnson? Gian- Giancarlo Esposito. What's oh, name? yeah. See if it were. Oh, we from uh, Breaking Bad? Yeah. 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 Gus Fring. Gus Fring. Oh, yeah. Gus Fring. <laughs> yeah. I was like, his name's not good. We should get it to uh, Gus Johnson. That's a good idea, Gus. Yeah. And Gus. We should get that. And, and Gus and Gus Johnson. Yes. Um, I learned a lot. Tell me what you learned, Gus. About mermaids. Okay. Didn't weekend. know where that's where this was going. Oh. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I brought out this, uh, this Starbucks cup <laughs> to illustrate a point with me. Oh, it's a mermaid. It's a mermaid on the Starbucks logo. 
Have you ever given thought to what these are here on the side? It's her legs going, yep. Mermaids have legs? <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I didn't know I've that was a mermaid, thought, to be fair. Oh, no, it's, it's, it's a mermaid. assumed it's her tails. It is her tails. But I never understood why. I just, guess in Renaissance and classical times, when mermaids were first conceived of, horny sailors drew them with two tails because obviously the vagina goes in the middle where the two tails meet. Uh, During the Victorian era, which was more conservative, they, recon they reconceived, no pun intended, mermaids to have only one tail so that there's no uh, vagina, no, no, no lady. They didn't draw, start bits. drawing women with one leg. Like, what's, the what's the difference? I guess like there's no point for a, mer a mermaid doesn't exist. Ma there's no point for a, 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 fucking, a mermaid to have a pussy for some horny sailor to fuck. I got, like, <laughs> I got, I got graphic. How far into the podcast did we get before we said Can that? Can we, we call this podcast a mermaid's pussy? Is that a mermaid pussy? <laughs> uh, no, wouldn't it be because that because fish don't have pussies. What do you mean? Don't they have something else like like a like something like? I, 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 or they, something? Technically, they have a vagina. I mean, the cloaca is like the shit pisser, though, isn't it? I don't know what like the butt for yeah. what but but it's like but, the whole for everything like birds yeah that's what they have but they don't do you and do you yeah, so <laughs> in, in chat who is this <laughs> hey dude it's Mike uh, says where dude, I was gonna go with fish, this he said uh, to look up the original Starbucks logo which yeah because um, got like a topless mermaid yeah. spreading its fins oh open. My oh it really God. is that they just zoomed in to make it less right now it's like zoomed in and you just see next year it'll just be the just face bit. yeah it's like you can see. The history over time of what the logo used to look like. Like you used to see more of the of the fins. Where does the mermaid come into play with Starbucks? I don't know. Like what is the connection there? I always <laughs> thought it was just a woman, but I guess I was wrong. Now is a mermaid. I mean, a what, mermaid. Do, what do logos ever mean? Yeah. Well, why is the Pepsi logo the Pepsi logo? I'm sure there's a reason. Good call. I like Some the, logos are great though. I like the Some, BMW like, logo you, story. You know the BMW. BMW Have you ever used heard to of make planes. Uh, and those are propellers I, against the blue sky. I think. Okay. Then isn't that like an urban legend? Is That's that actually a, true? I don't know. It co totally could be. I don't uh, know. You're in graphic I, design. You should know these things. No! I'm <laughs> just an idiot on the internet. That's why I don't know things. But I do know <laughs> that, now that's why we're on a podcast. That fish have genital papillas. Papillas. Papillas? Mm -hmm. Pussy. Um, <laughs> the Pepsi logo is actually really interesting. Have you ever compared like the Pepsi logo to the Diet Pepsi logo? No. Where the Diet Pepsi logo is slimmer, ha! like the little line. The, on yeah, it? the line that that goes through it. Interesting. Uh, let's see if I can. If Even I can. though diet drinks not very good for you. Why? Aspartame, terrible for you. What does Why? it do to you? It's uh, bad for your belly fat. Let's see. Gives you, makes you. Pe Pepsi versus Diet Pepsi. Belly fat more. Drinking Diet Coke right oh, now. Yeah, a little uh, small oh. slit. The, yeah, the white. I feel like with middle. logos, people get really up their own ass with logos. They're like, they put all this thought in, they spend hundreds of millions of dollars on these logos. And nobody really looks that close at them. Yeah. I never noticed the two legs on the mermaid. <laughs> yeah. Well, Barbara, you didn't know it was a mermaid. I didn't, I've right? never thought about it. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's... I guess like it looks like it has like the long flowing hair and the little but, like kind of sea crown. I guess this has been their logo since 2011. Like it was maybe a little more apparent before that's that. It? Yeah, but for the last 10 years, this that has been version, it. that version. Yeah, the, the older version was maybe a little more. You know, now that out. I think about we it, say Starbucks on it as well. I think I only started drinking Starbucks in 2011 when I moved to the States because mm. before that I only drank Tim Hortons. You were waiting for that logo change. <laughs> then you I were on board. I was like, I refuse to drink out of this mermaid pussy until, <laughs> until they cut it off. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said that. <laughs> 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 
Oh. And the, Gus. The Amazon logo is clever with the A to Z. No, it's not. And the smile. I like the FedEx logo that has the I arrow. Like, yeah. I like, we, we got negative Nancy over here, but I do like <laughs> uh, when people can pull off cleverness on a visual level with the logo. I'm not, I don't think, I agree with you on the level of like when people go ham on spending so much money on these huge campaigns and sometimes can totally blow up in their face and, and result in like a total like a recall of like packaging and everything. Um, but it is fun when people can, can sort out some cleverness in, in a logo. I, I always wonder about the FedEx one with the arrow. Mm-hmm. Isn't that just a byproduct of putting those letters together? They did it on purpose. The, the way it's spaced was purposeful. Yeah, I think it the, the, like the kerning and the font choice. Like, you could have different You don't think font. they just typed it out and went, no shit. <laughs> well, there's, normally there's a space. There's a lot of stuff to work on. I, I can't picture it now. I can't picture it. I mean, sometimes there is a level of, like, trial and error. As a, as a former graphic designer. <laughs> Um, there's a level of, in my experience, of just like trying to throw shit against the wall and just seeing what you like, and you might discover little like yeah. little uh, quirks tight. along the way. The FedEx logo. Yeah, I'm that feels very intentional to have the X line up in that way. I also didn't realize it was purple and orange. Jeremy must love FedEx. Big FedEx fan, that Jeremy. Big FedEx fan. <laughs> We've always said that about him. Won't ship his stuff any What is the coolest way? logo? Well, look, I mean, the normally logo? the X is taller. Yeah, like, it doesn't one. line up. <laughs> I just typed FedEx into a word processing document. Oh, you're document. right. They've yeah, made they, it. They futzed with that X. Like, the, the line of the lowercase right there. Makes an arrow. Yeah, to, to line up with the, where the E is. Even the E, it looks like off-center. Like, that middle tine is higher. It's not, it's not centered. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about serifs? Sans serifs? Sans or sans? Do you like them? Do you like them? I I fucking hate serifs. (laughs) Serifs are fucking awful. That is a very heated uh, uh, opinion on serifs. Little feet on the fonts. Serif fonts have like little feet on the bottom. And sans serif is without feet. Yeah, when when it doesn't have them. Today I learned. Mm -hmm. Never fucking knew that. I thought it was just the title of the font. Nope, there you go. What about wingdings? Wingdings. What happened to you? <laughs> Barbara's a little loop. Too much sun. Bing, bing. Wing, wing. <laughs> it's because that font is like so crazy that you got to say it crazy, right? You know what I'm saying. What was the, was, was wingdings what we had before what, emotes? Like emojis? Wing, wing, wingdings. Wingdings. Is that what it was? So you could type a picture before we had before just we emotes, had emotes as an option? You know, could very well because be. I, I, I mean, I recall, you know, getting like. You I'm know. sure that's what it was. Like in the early days of computers, where you couldn't create graphics, <laughs> it's like you, ins- you kind of backdoor them in by using fonts before like <laughs> yeah. clip art was added. Right? Backdoor Can you use in. an emoji in your logo? Like, who owns the emoji? Can you copyright an emoji? Like, nobody owns the letter, the letter F. So does anyone own a crying own, emoji? You could own a version of the letter F if you oh. trademark that as a logo. It's it's wing I guess things. they display differently on wing each. Wing wings. I'm sure Apple owns its versions of them. Is the A the sign yeah. for the cancer sign? It looks like it looks like the first ones are they're all the astrolog- the horoscopes. Guys, we're in like cancer turbo. season. Welcome. Nerd shit today. I've been I've like been it. watching Halt and Catch Fire. Which is uh, an AMC show. I don't know if y'all even have heard of it. I felt like I've heard of it. It was kind of popular. People who watched it really loved it, and I just never got into it. And I, it's on Netflix, so I was like, "All right, fine, I'll start watching it." It's really good. Yeah. Like season one is all about 
the early days, like a company trying to build a portable computer in like 1983. Uh, and it's like, it kind of, it's not a true story, but it parallels like stories that happened at the time. Okay. And it's funny because in the show, they're like, we need to build this portable computer that can only weigh 15 pounds. I was like, oh. in reality, at that time, portable computers weighed about 30 pounds. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's crazy to think like how far it's coming now. We got like. I was going to say, how much is the MacBook? This is like. Two pounds, maybe three pounds. Like that thing three. they did much. where it's just USB C's on laptops and has been for the last five years or so. Yeah. It's not convenient yet. No. It's still annoying. Like, when does it get good? Uh, <laughs> when is, when it, is it worth wh- it? When, is the, when does the inconvenience occur? I panicked. When I can't freaking plug in like a memory stick or something. I panicked earlier because I realized my USB C dock wasn't in my bag. I was like, oh, shit, I, oh, hope I, don't I, need th- do I hope I don't need this today. I've only got USB-C devices with me. So annoying. But that's, that's been the MO of Apple products in that they get rid of stuff before it's convenient. Yeah, I'm saying, but usually, like, yeah, it's, com- it's inconvenient when you lose like, a headphone no, jack and stuff, no but it's like immediately there was tons of solutions for, well, there already were, like Bluetooth and other shit. But I feel like, like I'm constantly without an adapter that I need. When I'm traveling, I remember it always happens. When the iMac first came out, they only had USB on that, uh. and they were like, "Oh, this is the worst thing ever! You're gonna be able to plug any of your peripherals in." Oh, because you had the different kind like of a PS2 uh, keyboard, yeah. right? Or like a parallel port or a serial yeah. port. It's like I'm not really and USB at the time. It was a joke. It's like you could get a USB mouse and a keyboard, and that was it. I mean, it would be fine, but I'm still buying stuff that has micro USB with it. Yeah, it's like no, There's, no one's taking it seriously. Everything's still annoying. I fucking hate it. It's the goddamn worst. I'm really sorry for your suffering. <laughs> this episode of the Receipt Podcast is brought to you by DoorDash. Stop having those nearly relationship-ruining arguments about what to get for dinner. With DoorDash, get something for you, get something for them, get some snacks, some drinks, household essentials while you're at it. DoorDash connects you with the restaurants you love right now, right to your door. Ordering's easy. You just open up the DoorDash app, choose what you want from where you want, and your items will be left safely outside your door with the contactless delivery drop-off setting. I love that setting. Uh, with over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your neighborhood go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Popeye's, Chipotle, Cheesecake Factory. DoorDash is so easy to use, has pretty much everything I want. Even if there's dietary restrictions, it's simple to get exactly what you want, all with a tap from your phone. So for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app. Enter code ROOSTER2021. That's 25% off, up to $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code ROOSTER2021. Don't forget, that's code ROOSTER2021 for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. I love how after this year of working from home and having to deal with like all this new technology and equipment, I finally understand the tech talk on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. I know that. <laughs> I know what that means. I've heard that before. It's fun when Barb, uh, when we're having like a tech issue or someone's having a tech issue for like before a stream or before a, a gaming shoot. And Barb chimes in with like tips and help and everything like that, which is I know, different, which is different than when we first started. You, you, it was, it was me yelling at you all. Like, yeah, well, I got, I got to give you a lot of credit, John. You like taught us everything about everything like how do you <laughs> everything with obs and like audio and video and like recording everything and all this like different tech setups and stuff like that like you held all of our hands through that process <laughs> and were very patient with some of us uh i, I don't have a, oh my god that's alfredo for us man yeah. he's the patient one yeah i 
I before we had to work from home, I hated OBS. I think I had some early bad experiences with it. You were one of the ones who kept using like X. I would I would find X. I would find anything else just because I had had so many bad experiences with OBS. But I guess like enough times passed, like the platforms betrayed. Like it's fine. It gets. In fact, I probably prefer it to just about everything. It's else very now. straightforward. Right, but we still have fucking problems with someone not taking down time.is on their capture okay. and recording. Should we explain what time.is is? Yeah, you got to explain that. The audience? So, <laughs> since we're all recording in different areas, you need to sync all the footage. So what we'll do in OBS typically is like you have your footage on the screen and then you put an overlay of a website. You can go to this website, time.is, and it shows you actual the exact time it is right now a sync time a sync time so we all load this little overlay on our footage so that you know you can sync all the footage together because since we're all recording remotely and then normally we go through this checklist and we're like all right everyone have time dot is up you let it run for a few seconds so the editor can sync it all like all right everyone time dot is down take it down off the screen that, that way you're not capturing your whole hour of footage with time.is up. Why don't you just type fart in the chat like the rest of us? Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, I, I, can, I was going to follow up with it. We, it's, it's, a, it's a redundancy thing that we've kept doing that we totally could stop doing. Um, and I think I'm going to stop us doing it because this has been... <laughs> like, yeah, if it does more, more it's happened, the, like, this is like the third time, or at least the second time. I'll be nice. <laughs> it's at least the second time this individual... Why aren't you Blaine. saying... Blaine. <laughs> <laughs> well, we finished is... recording this great video. What was it on Thursday, I think? What? Uh, Wednesday. Okay, it was Wednesday. And also, this is what really works, Gus. It was, it was, it was like, my idea. It was a Gus-produced <laughs> yeah. video. Gus was daddy was for the Gus episode. Video. I thought I had a great concept for it. We filmed the whole thing, and then like five minutes after we filmed, we all get a slack from Blaine that's like, Oh shit, guys! Time dot is was up on all my footage. I was like, oh. Was it like, also, the was worst it like over the top of it, or was it just yeah, on the screen? Most of us have it like down in the corner, so that if yeah. it is left up, you could crop in and like find a way. His is dead center, two thirds <laughs> of the screen. You go fucking like like imagine going to a website and just getting a huge banner ad like wow. thrown up at you. That's yeah. what that so is. So guys, uh, at some point there will be a uh, GTA video that we put out. <laughs> we think we're still gonna try to put it out yeah. and just not cut to Blaine's. It's footage. funny. Wait, take it back. That was John's. That was John's. That's mine. That's mine. That's He's showing, showing an example. That's yeah. showing how it could be placed so that it so, is not obstructed. Blaine wrote two thirds of the screen, <laughs> smack dab in the middle. <laughs> oh man! See, I always have. I have two monitors, so I always keep my footage like that I'm recording up, so I could see like making sure that OBS isn't crashing or that I didn't stop recording or like just to make sure it looks good. I don't know why. Because Blaine has, I think, two monitors. I think so. He does. So you could do that? Uh, well, sometimes you're so in the moment. You're just playing games. I, you know, and yeah, and I actually agree. There, there's, there's plenty of times where I don't even look at my second monitor. I'm playing. Oh, I'm game. so, I'm so like hyper aware of some of things not uh, fucking up because I don't want to be that person yeah. that fucks up the you whole video for it. everyone. Exactly. I mean, there's been so many times using like game capture and stuff where I'll be 40 minutes into a video and be like, oh, I never hit record. Yeah. <laughs> Wind it back and do that. But well, thankfully, you can in that. Yeah. I'll say something that that I actually appreciate, and that is that. Achievement Hunter, whose sole job, other than a few other live action things you do, but majority of your job is make gaming content. The amount of times you guys have tech issues and failed face cam captures or just failed captures altogether, that kind of thing. So at least there's like, it's like the people that do it a ton have problems. So whenever we have problems, like, well, they get away with it. It We'll be fine. Yeah, we're no good. (laughs) Shit breaks at home. But you guys, I had to ask, I was like, it was after. It was some time ago after watching like I don't know a bunch of TTTs or something like that, and I was like, a few in a row had 
face cam fails, face cam fails, face cam fails. And I, was, and I finally asked him, like, why? Why do you guys keep having that issue? And I was, I was just simply told it's Elgato. Is that the Elgatos just keep f- have a tendency to fail. Yeah, and everyone's using different shit. I, I lost face cams several times because my, El- my game footage is being captured to, like, a capture drive. But for my webcam, I was just using the camera app in Windows. Just, like, open the webcam oh. and press record. And that records by default to the C drive. And it would just fill up. Mm. While I was, I'd be like, ah, shit. <laughs> it, would, it would end after like five minutes. I'd be like, well, that's gone. There's no recovering that. I can't wait till we're back in the office full time and don't have to constantly be worried about how full my C drive is mm. because I literally have to like uninstall games and then like I, move all my footage just, to an external drive. I installed extra hard drives. Like I've got I need my more. C drive. I've got one where my games are installed and I've got a different one for all of my footage captured. Just so it's like, I don't want to bottleneck everything, right. anything. And then my capture drive is just like, I think it's like 10 terabytes. It's just a ridiculous... So uh, I'm, I'm still a big fan of huge C drives. Mm. I'm always like, oh, it's SSD, it'll be fast. And then it's like a terabyte or less. And then I'm always full. Yeah. I hate it. I, yeah. want, I want like a 10 terabyte C drive. I'm going to go back to spinning, <laughs> spinning well, metal. It, it's funny how quickly hard drive technology advanced. I remember when we were making Out of Mind for Red versus Blue... We were, that's when we made the transition from standard definition to high definition uh, capture. And we couldn't capture that in high def because none of our hard drives were fast enough. Mm. That, they were like 5,400? Right. They were all 54. That's all you could get was 5,400 RPM hard drive. So it's like I would have to go to CompUSA and buy special hard drives that spun faster. They were 10,000 RPM drives. I think I remember you posting a journal. Didn't yeah. you have like black ones with like, yeah, a little, like window a little window? Yeah, they were called um, Raptors. Yeah, they were called Raptors. I bet they'd be like 20 bucks now. They, they, were, <laughs> they were 72 gigs. And it was like, this 72 gig, 10,000 RPM drive costs more than like any other hard drive we had in the office. Like even like, I don't know, even like, a, like at the time, what, like a 500 gig drive would be cheaper so was, than this fucking 72 gig drive. Was flash storage not around? No, God, no. Interesting. What do you guys think is the single best purchase you had this year to like improve your setup? While well, the entire time we were at home? Yeah. For me, it's easily the Go XLR. Same. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't even buy mine. <laughs> right. I got Faro <laughs> was a good friend and got me one. I got him one like, as a uh, gift. Congratulations for my promotion I got at the beginning yeah. of this year. Got him a little. This one's a good one. This yeah. one's a good one. They're, they're yeah. not cheap. She, well, she got me the mini one. I got him the mini That's one. That's what I got, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is not that good of a friend. Yeah. <laughs> but still, still a, a hefty uh, present. The big one's big. It's too big. It's, it's big. quite big. I uh, just didn't, figured you I didn't think need Alfredo it. Alfredo downsized to the mini one, I think. Like, I think he had the big one, and it, I think he said, like, it was taking up too much, like, desk. I got you the mini one not because I didn't want to spend the money on you, but because I figured, like... I was like, John doesn't seem like the kind of guy who needs like all the sound effects and all no, the like is, voice changers and it whatnot. It's absolutely perfect because it uh, it both gave me all the functionality I needed to send my audio to the things I need for like streaming or for VODs and that kind of thing. And then also the GoXLR has a fantastic <coughs> compression system, which is always a problem with like these like the microphones that we use at home. Mm-hmm. And so it completely solved the compression problem. And so now I I scream into my mic and don't blow and things it's out. Great. I think my best purchase was. My, I was using old monitors. I was just like grabbing shit out of my cupboards and plugging it back in that I haven't used for a while. And then it was just annoying and the cats kept like climbing all over them and knocking <laughs> them down and busting <laughs> them up. So I ended up just getting a, a super wide, a super ultra wide mm. monitor. It's like a 32 by 9. Is it one of those like, little curved guys? Yeah, it's curved, but it's the equivalent of two 1440p monitors side by side in one frame. So I can have two PCs split down the middle, but without a, a bezel in between. Okay. And then, I, and then when I'm just playing games casually, 
I play it in like ultra wide resolution. It's very immersive. I, Do, I feel like all I would get nauseous. Games support like viewing it like that, or is only certain no. ones? I mean, most of the new ones do. You can do that. But sometimes like, some games punch in. Yeah. Like you lose. Yeah. But it's like we remember when you we were, were playing comparing Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk, we were comparing his 32 by 9 to like a 16 by 9 trying to see yeah. how it You kind of want that though because if it doesn't push in at all, it has to heavily distort the edges. And like GTA 5 does that where you like, you look at something that's like this thin and then when you look, when it gets to the side of the monitor, it goes like, it really stretches out. Something that I think you, I don't know if you've seen this, Gav, um, but you know how Friends is on HBO Max, like all of Friends? And I guess initially when it was shot and put on TV, it was not as widescreen as it is now. Yeah, it was four by three. But there are episodes where you could see the side of the set into another room. Mm. Just because, like, it wasn't on the original airing of the episode, but it's filmed, and so they have that in the widescreen. So they filmed it in a wider format. Yeah. Oh, they, so they cropped to four by three. Yeah. Because a lot of the time they'll shoot four by three and then crop to widescreen. I think screen, they cropped so lose. it. Interesting. Yeah. So they, that's like you could. They're in like a uh, uh, Monica and Rachel's apartment, and you could see where the wall ends <laughs> and like into the other set. It's that's like, so funny shit. how well future proof that show was shot. I know it was, like, it was super expensive to do multi camera on film back then. Fuck. Did you watch just... the reunion, by the way? No, is it good? It's not as bad as I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be really cringy because you know when you have a bunch of people who haven't seen each other in a while, and you're trying to like recreate the magic of a show that was on was 17 years ago was it god don't age me like Something that like what that? i think I, it ended in 2004 and in 2004 god why why am why why <laughs> why you already like sent me down a time uh, machine by yeah. mentioning the so word comp usa yeah. but th- there's a, there's some good moments in it though there are some things that happen in it i don't want to spoil for, for you that is like oh my god what are they doing <laughs> <laughs> like they had a a fashion show at one point of like all the classic friends oh. like costumes and they had <laughs> Justin Bieber wearing I think it was the holiday armadillo costume <laughs> and it was just like what is life <laughs> now? There's a I should look there's a crazy like movie and TV show like prop auction that's about to start happening. Mm-hmm. I tweeted about it yesterday. But it has so many fucking cool things from movies that I like, like uh, one example, one thing I looked up, I sent this to Blaine, is they have Harrison Ford's fedora from Temple of Doom. Ooh. Wasn't the oh estimate God, like a quarter gonna, mil? <laughs> it's a lot of money. I was going to say, that's a lot. I imagine that's going to go millions. big. The, yeah, the, they estimate it's going to go for $150,000, but I think it's going to go way beyond I that. I think I at like, least half a million for Can that we kind start of thing. a GoFundMe for Blaine? <laughs> I feel like Harrison Ford should buy that. Right, or they should just give it to him. No friends. He doesn't care. No friends. friends He doesn't care. Does that does that man look like he has any nostalgic (laughs) connection to his past? He probably hates it. (laughs) Yeah. Let's see. I'm trying to see what other. But they had um, some hand drawn like VFX shots from ET that Steven like how Steven Spielberg wanted it to look, just like on like a notepad, like you know, put the ship here and like little notes and stuff. Uh, And that was like fifteen hundred dollars, which is still a lot of fucking money. We're like. Do you think you're gonna get some? Yeah, stuff? I was like, you could get something that Steven Spielberg held, like to make ET. Uh, it's pretty cool. I don't care about ET. Yeah, which is pretty fucking cool. Damn. <sighs> I don't care. Is it because they replaced all the guns with walkie talkies? <laughs> <laughs> I I love Spielberg. I'm a, I'm a big Spielberg fan. I just don't care about is ET. That true? I, yeah. Uh, in a, it was like during that era when uh, remember when Star Wars got re-released and then they added like yeah, some he, extra scenes and stuff. George <laughs> Lucas did a little bit with ET. He yeah. like CG'd ET. 
in over the puppet, and, and then, then uh, CG out all the guns to be walking. You just got people like holding holding walkie 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 Yeah, come out. It's <laughs> awkward as hell. <laughs> come it's, out. It's really weird. I would imagine. Yeah. It's one of those things where the VFX people must have been like. <laughs> Oh, you serious? Really? Oh, okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, okay. Let me get a budget together. At some point, just like let stuff be, you know, like this exists yeah. as it is. Understand that like times change, but. Also, it's an alien. You think they would have guns? Yeah. <laughs> Not necessarily for the little kids. Right. But there's an alien that's loose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that trend didn't just like perpetuate into their entire library of things like Spielberg yeah. didn't just go into everything. Yeah, that, I mean. We, if anything, Temple of Doom should get a heavy CG remake, uh, like a makeover, if we're going to be touching old movies. A, lo- a lot of Temple of Doom is problematic for many reasons. <laughs> <laughs> we could really revisit that. If you're going to revisit movies, maybe put that bump that one up a little bit. That's funny that they, they when, when given the opportunity to... There it is. Uh, oh, is uh, that them holding? Yeah, you can that. see yeah. that the guy on the left, uh, on the top, and he's holding a gun, and Resume. then it's gone. Oh. Uh, far away. Oh, weird. Oh, and yeah. they've changed the uh, bike. When pressed with like the opportunity to uh, modify their movies in a way to make <laughs> them better, they just went for E.T. and got <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I just feel, I guess like people made those changes because they think, oh, that, that's how I would have done it if the technology existed when I was making it. But it's like so much of the charm is, is like trying to figure out the problems shittiness. for tech that doesn't exist yet. Oh, yeah. we, I, uh, we had an episode for The Real Canon a couple weeks ago that was all about... Uh, Attack the Block, because the sec the oh. sequel got greenlit and Joe Cornish, uh, uh, Joe Cornish and and John Boyega are going to be working on it. And I, one of the the fantastic parts of that movie is the creature, in that it is practical. Although they had a rotoscope to give it that perfect black look to it, but like the teeth glow, like in the in the animatronic that that actor is is wearing. Um, and there was like it was like an Andy Circus level like guy that was the main one that was on set doing stuff. And so that's part of I don't. Give me, give me puppets and practical monsters all day yeah. long. We were talking before the podcast started about what would be the coolest set in movie history to set for on. And when I was looking at that website you posted, there was a bunch of stuff from Alien. Oh, and I yeah. thought, how oh. sick would it be to stand on the big space jockey set? It's like the big dead thing in the big the gun. gun. Yeah. And it looks like it's a full-size set. Yeah, because there's in shots the shot, of like... In uh, the movie, I mean. Well, there's even like there's set photos of like, what's his face? Uh, yeah, Geiger? it's just like a... Big old uh, room. Uh, uh, not Geiger, uh, director. Uh, oh, Ridley Scott. Scott. Um, him on set with it. Um, I feel like something on Star Wars would be pretty cool. Yeah, well, you said yeah. that, but Star Wars was like was so low I guess budget. There's also like a bunch of really iconic places that I I, I, I said Hook not on. just because it's like one of my favorite movies of all time, but it's because it was one of those movies. I'm not saying it's like it, it was it was one of those movies that's in that trend of building out entire like villages of places like the the pirate. Village is this giant warehouse set. The the Lost Boys set is like a ton. Like you see those wide shots from the movie of them. Yeah, it's like, big. So like that kind of stuff. Kind of like similar to how like Lord of the Rings. Like they build out like Hobbiton and the yeah. Shires like that. Oh, yeah. Lord of the Rings would be a good one. You can you can go to that one still. <laughs> I have been there. There you go. Not <laughs> <laughs> mm, too much stuff. I feel like my memory has been so shit lately. Like, I only remember the last year and a half of my life. <laughs> the, know, it's like, like the worst. The I worst know. year and a half. Everything's been replaced by quarantine. Yeah, we, we, we were filming earlier today, and uh, I saw Dutch, Blaine's dog. I was like, oh, Dutch, I've never met you before. And y'all were like, yeah, you <laughs> have. You used to bring him to the office. I was like, 
Oh yeah, he did, didn't he? Like a lot, <laughs> like, every like almost, day. like almost every day. <laughs> I just forget. Like we've been working from home now for so long. Like, oh yeah, we used to come into the office. Yep. I that every day, I forgot about that. This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Manly Vans. Getting a ring is a tiresome ordeal. They're overpriced. You actually have to go in person to do it. Customer experiences. You know, subpar to say the least. Uh, Manly Bands puts an end to the hellish experience of buying a wedding band and gives you the freedom to finally get a ring that's perfect for you. Uh, they got everything you need from high quality bands to that variety of material and color of the band, exactly what you want. You can get your perfect wedding ring band with Manly Bands. It's an easy two step process. First, grab a Manly ring size to ensure your ring will fit perfectly no matter what you do. Once you know your size, it's time for the fun part. Pick from Manly Bands' insane selection of materials. I mean, they have so many a gold, wood, antler, steel. Dinosaur bone, uh, even the meteorites that kill the dinosaurs. Well, maybe not the specific meteorite, but, you know, you get the idea. Uh, they also have curated collections you can choose from, like the Jack Daniels Whiskey Barrel Collection. Once you've selected your ring, Manly Bands offers free shipping worldwide, a 30-day exchange policy, and a free warranty. So to get your Manly Bands and get 21% off, plus a free silicone ring, go to manlybands.com rooster. That's manlybands.com rooster for 21% off. Manly Bands, the best damn rings, period. I went down a uh, a memory lane that I had no intention of doing, um, but someone brought up something on, on a, a, a Twitch stream that I was doing, and I went down a 90s Christian pop media rabbit hole of, like, naming off all of these, uh, sh showing them all these, like, cartoons and music videos from, like, 90s Christian, like, uh, uh, pop stuff. Because, like, it's that era that they were really trying to, they're like, None of these kids like the traditional Christian stuff, like hymns and that kind of thing. We really need to get the kids interested. And so they really tried to make like music videos. There's a game happening next to me. I was trying to display. It <laughs> has nothing to do with me. This beautiful Rick and Morty sweater. And Gus is trying to display. And then Gus fought back. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be one up. So they're making <laughs> shitty music. No, it's just like it was like a whole era. <laughs> they were, but it was like a whole era of like these uh these cartoons that like led up to things like Veggie Tales. Mm. Um, but I, like showing them like music videos of like Carmen, um, who no one on the set will know who I'm talking about. Um, and like San Diego. No, everyone says that C A R M A N. He was just like like Madonna Car kind of like Man. naming. Okay. Um, Watch out for Carmen. <laughs> beep beep. <laughs> Anyways, it was a uh, uh, so much of my oh, child was defined by Western American. Uh, uh, never mind. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry. I'm shut up. Now. Does Carman have a theme song? I want to hear it now. <laughs> when you're driving down the road, Carman. <laughs> when you're going to change lanes, Carman. <laughs> was he Carman the champion? I'm just gonna go back here. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hang up back here. Okay. Bye, John. Carman. John. Who is it? <laughs> Do the whole podcast like What's that. What's his name? Carmen what? San Diego. Just Carmen. C-A-R-M-A-N. One word. Addicted to Jesus. There it is. Might as well face it. You're addicted to Jesus. All right. I'm sure we're going to get a pretty bad. Or something. It's pretty like, bad. Too much of that. Um, Yo, homies, do you believe in the Lord? <laughs> it's like, is that kind of music? Yep. It was exactly that. There, he, um, he made a bunch of music, and then at one point he made an entire album where... It was like kind of a, I guess best way you can say it was like almost like a rock opera where there's a lot of dialogue and stuff. But it was like this whole thing where him and his cat, uh, <laughs> like a like a like a big old cartoon cat that was dressed like a like a like an urban uh, dweller. Um, was it the same cat from Opposites Attract with? 
Paul Abdul. Paul Abdul. It was very, it was, it was very much in that vein, okay. that kind of thing. <laughs> and like the whole thing was like this cat was running around with another cat that was like bad influence on him. They were they were trying to steal Carmen's like uh, uh, stereo in his car, and then Carmen <laughs> caught the cat, and then he like taught him how to not like be bad and like to, to love them. What Jesus's. car did Carmen drive? I don't know. It was I, don't a think, I don't know if it got that far into it. Um, did you see? There was something on Reddit yesterday or the day before about how Mariah Carey recorded a grunge album in 1995. I did not see that. Uh, under I, did she release it? Under the name Chick. <laughs> uh, and apparently... Nice. Uh, the studio would not let her put it out, so she had to find another woman to do the main vocals, so she's only backup vocals on, oh, wow. on the CD. Like but, her, her studio would not let her put it out? Right. So... Weird. She, like, she like says that she has probably. the original recordings and she wants to remaster it and put it out. And I guess, like, I guess this just this news just came out like in March of last year. And like, so I was like, I wonder if you can buy the CD. So I looked on eBay and it's like buying that CD is like two hundred fifty to three hundred dollars because I guess it didn't really sell. So nobody really has it. There's not many copies. Yeah, you limited. can't stream it anywhere. Uh, I, I found a couple of music videos on YouTube, but it's like you have. You Are can you only buy it? a physical. No, I'm not going to spend two hundred fifty dollars on a shitty CD. Mariah <laughs> Carey's grunge right, album. So, so we need a GoFundMe Check. for Blaine's hat and for Gus's CDs. I don't so even know if I have a CD. I guess my Xbox can play CDs. Can Xboxes play CDs? <laughs> I don't even know how I would like if you gave me a music CD. That might be like CDs like they're Alexa. I think my consoles might be the only CD drives I have in the house. Alexa, can Xboxes play CDs? Are you hoping that someone in someone the at chat? home let us know? Although <laughs> I can't see chat. There's no chat. Oh. So Where if is chat today, they're at home chatting. <laughs> <laughs> they're the chat's busy. They're all in the Rushi store buying the Rick and Morty. Merch. I can see the chat moving. I just can't read uh, it. Oh, is that oh, chat? Oh, it's, it's like the in the teleprompter. Oh, really? There's <laughs> no way we can read that. It's tiny. There it is. Oh, oh hello. Oh, I got chat. Hi, chat. Gus is in the chat. Tell us everything yeah. you guys said in the last yeah, 42 please minutes. <laughs> summarize everything. Can Xbox? Uh... Oh yeah, someone in chat is bringing up the Donut Man. The Donut Man was a really weird kids uh, show where they tried to make a metaphor for needing Jesus by using it as a donut. It's like you have a donut, it's got a hole just like your heart. Uh, and you're Xbox filling it with Jesus. Can PS4? Wait, why cannot. is there a hole in your heart? Because you're like you're you're not whole without but without is that Jesus. True? I know. You don't want a donut to have a. <laughs> I know. It was kind of a flawed uh, metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> Put something that you care about having a hole in the middle. Something would be bad. An Xbox. Like a you heart. don't want a hole in your Xbox. You don't, want to, you don't even want a hole in your heart. <laughs> well, you need four, at least, to get the blood in and out. <laughs> <laughs> the chat's going crazy now. I don't know who put you in the prompter, Peter. I'm sorry. Peter's <laughs> very upset about it. I guess I didn't. You guys think are so of, tiny. I, I have the chat in front of me. I didn't think anything about it. And I guess nobody else I looked at that camera this way for a moment, and I saw chat over there, and I went, eh, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask to put her over there, but then I was like, then I'll be distracted. But I like reading chat. Yeah. Because I need people's approval at all times, twenty four seven. Hey, I approve of you. I need. I don't think everyone do. else's approval. <laughs> I don't think you do all the time. I don't know if you do, Gavin. I think there's what? I think there's plenty of times where you don't yeah, approve of Barbara's Barbara's my, uh, activities. Mike okay, in the booth over here let's says, "Let's get into this." He has a CD player. He'll bring it if we buy that CD. <laughs> 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 CD player. Thanks, Mike. Have we gotten your? I have two. You have two. Yes, two. two. <laughs> <laughs> What's have... the other one for? <laughs> <laughs> in case you want to listen to two. It's a dual deck. I used to. 
It's a, a dual, dual deck. deck. Yeah. Nice. Did, 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 you, did you ever have a card that had the CD player in the trunk and had multiple... Yes. Multiple, uh, it had a five-disc changer yeah. in the trunk. Why was it in the, why was it in the trunk? In the boot. Because it was, was it too boot? big, I think, for yeah. like, the like console. Yeah. The CD's like this thin. But the Just changer, show. the mechanism for all of that... Trust me, dude. It was so <laughs> fucking stupid. Glove box, maybe. I hated it. It's like, but it's like, eh, I got five CDs. Like I, any music, I want, it's on there. I'll listen to it. Uh, had a had a, a CD player stolen from a car that I owned once. That sucked. Stole all my CDs. That was the too. whole thing. That's why, like, that's why yeah. you had like security on. I your... had the fucking, I had the removable faceplate on my CD player. I took the pl- faceplate off. They still stole it in all my CDs. One time, my parents left our garage door open overnight. And we were, like, worried someone was going to take something. We came out and realized it had been left open. We had, like, bikes and sports equipment and all that stuff. That I think the cars were unlocked. The only thing taken were the pennies in the little, like, <laughs> uh, change dish in the cars. Aww. And I was like, that's the most Canadian thing I've yeah. heard. It's very Canadian. <laughs> they they the took the pennies and left a nickel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just need some change. <laughs> oh, wait. I have a question. You're back. Go for it. Wow, look at that nice Rick and Morty shirt. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even listening anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, whenever you watch TV and movies and someone asks someone. I don't. Okay, so. Just kidding. Gus and Gavin. Yeah. Whenever you watch TV and movies and someone asks someone out on a date, I found there was quite this trend where they would constantly be like, yeah, let's go on a date. And they'd go, great. We'll go out to dinner. I'll pick you up at eight. Did that just feel weird to anybody else that was that late? It's late. Like, Whenever you at, whenever like, what's a reasonable time to pick someone up to go to dinner? I would say like seven is what I would say. You can eat at eight, six. But picking I, someone up at eight is the start of the night. Yeah, I think if you're young, sit enough. down, eat at nine. Who eats dinner at nine? There's Europe. A, there's an old joke. What are they doing in Europe till nine? Fucking. It's a lot of Europe, <laughs> like continental Europe. They'll they'll go to dinner all night. There's a well, why really start long. at nine. Well, you don't have to. I mean, <laughs> there's a joke in an episode they, of Thirty slower. Rock where Liz Lemon's dating a younger guy, and uh, he's he's tells her like, "Okay, great, I'll pick you up at 10. And she goes, "At night?" <laughs> yeah, but no, like eight's even being. I'm being nice by saying eight. I know times where I've watched things and people were like, "Yeah, we'll I'll pick you up at nine. We'll go." And I'm like, "What? Yeah, no." I'm already having like a. My birthday's coming up, and I want to, like, invite everyone out to do something, like, go mm-hmm. get a drink or something, now that Austin is slowly opening back up. Not slowly. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> um, but I'm like, okay, what time do I invite people? Do I, like, do, like, a 6 o'clock thing so people could come, like, eat dinner there? Or do I do, like, an 8.30 or 9 type thing? Or are we all too old for that? Like, what do I do? Let me tell you know. what I would love. It'll probably that be is, 6. That is not at all what you should do. But if, like, if something was geared around just John's weird eccentricities, you do something that starts at, like, 3 in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, that's my ideal thing. Start at 3 in the afternoon. It's your birthday. Fuck it. Do what you want. Start at 3 in the afternoon. On a Friday. That means that if it goes for a few hours, you know, bleeds into, like, maybe some food at the end, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. then people can peace out and still have part of their night, whole night to left. then, like, sober I don't up. know, relax, sober up. Watch some episodes of something and and go to sleep. Yeah. That's me. No, mm-hmm. I I love day stuff. But I am not the norm, and I understand that. Yeah. Just like the rest of whatever Europe is doing. I still at can't believe. I st- oh, it's fine. I still can't it's believe fine. we used to do this podcast at seven thirty. Was it seven thirty? That's it was when we used to start yeah. this podcast. God, that was so fucking late. 
Like our whole it. evening was gone. It was terrible. The now Mondays were the longest day. We ever. finish up. We still have time to like go get dinner if we wanted still to. Out. Sun's still out during the summer. The days are getting shorter now. After well, because today. today's the After longest today. day. After today. <laughs> Is that true? Today, the 21st of June. Is the solstice. I went and picked up I got it. dinner at a restaurant <laughs> last night. and uh, Which restaurant? Uh, oh, some Mexican, Mexican restaurant over here. And um, Tex-Mex restaurant. And I pulled up to the parking lot, uh, put my mask on, got down to walk into the establishment to get <clears> my to-go order. Walked up to the door and I thought, oh, that's weird. They've taken down all the mask requirement signs mm-hmm. and everything. I was like, oh, well, you know, I guess things are getting back to normal. It's strange to see. Walk in, and I was the only person in the entire restaurant wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Like, which is fine. Good. That's I'll their be... prerogative. Uh, but, like, none of the staff, none of the people sitting down. I'm that, surprised at how nope. not 50-50 it is. It right. seems it, like, like it went strange already. For well, I think like, Austin also has a really high vaccination rate. It does. To be fair. But it still, it was like, it was unsettling because it was like, I walked in and I thought like, did the last year and a half not happen? I know. It was, it was just like before I was like, dude, I was completely off. I was expecting people to be wearing masks for the rest of the year to some degree, like Mm -hmm. even servers at least, you Mm -hmm. know, like something, but yeah, there's some restaurants where it's like nothing. I like, I don't mind wearing my mask. I'm fine with it. So it's like, whatever. just, I felt unusually out of place because I was the only person. I felt like, oh, am I the weirdo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are now. I, I was, I had the same situation where I was the weirdo where I went to go get my car washed. And I've been places where like the the the, the clientele have been massless. Like I've, I've got, I went into like Whole Foods and people were like, this is a mix of mass mm-hmm. and massless. It was when I went and got my car washed that the staff was all no mask. And mm-hmm. That was the first time I'd been somewhere where nobody working had a mask. And so I was the one wearing the mask yeah. while they were all well, maskless. I, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about well, it was only it was only like three weeks ago. Maybe I talked about going to Whole Foods and feeling out of place because I didn't have a mask on when I walked yep. in there. And now it's like it's split. <clears throat> it's like you know, it's maybe sixty forty. No yeah. mask to mask. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really like, but that's where I thought we would be. I thought it would be like a gradual thing where we'd see it slowly phase out. Uh, but there's some places where it's just like none. Yeah, it's crazy as well. That thinking because living here, you kind of get the vibe that everything's improving. Yeah, but then other places around the world, it's just the worst I, it's ever been. Ever. I, I look at the world map every day, and I'm glad you bring this up. I feel like I need to be conscious of that when I talk about it on this podcast to frame it as like that's just our experience here in the United States. Like I still look at the numbers worldwide, specifically Texas. in Texas or in Austin. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Is that Austin, Travis County? is that vaccination rates that are comparable to other states that have opened up, like California and New York. But Texas as a state is still it's way low, behind. Yeah. What are we at, 60%? In Travis, Austin? Ca- in Travis uh, County? Uh, I, Texas. Oh, Texas, I think, is 49. Yeah, I think Texas, we're until really? below 50. Yeah. F- I guess that's not surprising whatsoever. Which, I, I think Travis County is can get one. closing in at 70%, I believe. They okay. saw... They saw a major decrease in people getting it once they got to the younger levels because they actually saw people just like passing on it. That was that was a contributing factor to like the the number mm-hmm. slowing down. And I think it's like it's this thing where the numbers are going down because lots of people are getting vaccinated. So then it doesn't become as pressing an issue for some people. They think like, oh, other people are going to get vaccinated, so I'll be fine, which is a selfish <laughs> thing to do. Get We're vaccinated. all pitching in. We're all in this together. Everyone should do their part. I, I, I think I went on about this last week already. I think I just cannot get over how fucking selfish some people are. Is last are. week when we made the reference to like, people are like, oh, you know, it's it's my choice and blah, yes. blah, blah. 
But it's different in this sense because it's like we're all roped together. We're all yes. tied together. And you could be like, I want to jump off this cliff. And it's like, please don't. It's like, well, I could do what I want. Yeah, but you're tied to us. Yeah. So, like, if and, you do that, and, you're putting us in danger. And, yeah, maybe all of us could hold one person trying to do that. But yeah. then if another person tries and, like, not everyone's yep. holding the rope, it gets more difficult. Yep. It's a good analogy. Austin, um, Austin went ahead and made the call to uh, uh, all public schools will be in person next year with masks optional. Mm. That doesn't surprise me. It's crazy considering the kids aren't vaccinated. Aren't they? They're getting close, though, to... Probably the end of the year. That's under 12, right? Under 12. Under yeah, 12. I think but right now 12 and up. 12 and up can get yeah. vaccinated. Yeah. We were talking about how handshakes are going to like disappear. They're under 12. And uh, mm -hmm. they haven't. <laughs> I have not shaken a hand still. I've shaken a hand. Oh. And I, I, I guess like after I was vaccinated, I, I did feel like more comfortable going out and stuff. Um, but like getting recognized and stuff in public again, people still go for a handshake. Yeah. And, I, and I'm, I guess I'm fine with it. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, you know, I assume you're vaccinated. I am a bit of hand sanitizer. <laughs> well, it's yeah. fine. It's like, well, also it's... I thought that would be done. Like, but the way everyone was talking, it's like, we're never going to shake hands again. We're never going to blow out candles on a birthday cake again. I think it's all going to just it's, all come it's back. It's all going to yeah. come back. Yeah. 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 I think the, I, I still stand by, I think some people are still going to mask up when they're sick, though. And maybe when they're traveling. Like, I I'd like it if they be. would. I'm, I know I'll do it. If I'm sick and I happen to have to go out somewhere, I'll wear a mask. Although it's probably going to be strange to see years from now. I don't know. Well, I, I felt uh, weird <laughs> walking into that restaurant being the only one with a mask. Yeah. I may keep doing it, but we'll, we'll see. But like I said, I'm, I'm happy. There so, are lots of people who are getting vaccinated. And I'm happy that we're, at least here, seemingly like turning a corner. I hope that we continue. I hope that more people continue to get vaccinated. And I hope that we just continue to see numbers go down. And I, I hope that other countries can get the vaccines as well and get their programs going and um, the whole world can join. I found out something too that bummed me out is uh, in Canada, there's another vaccine. I think in other countries too, there's another vaccine called the AstraZeneca vaccine yeah. uh, that apparently is not approved in the States. I think they, they started using it here. That's the one that they had to pause because of blood clots. Yeah. yeah. But my I think people in my family got AstraZeneca. And they were told that they can't come to the States, even though they're vaccinated with that one, because it hasn't been approved yet here. Really? Mm. Yeah. And so it's like, well, fuck. <laughs> Wait, so you need a vaccine to come here? Um, then you just need maybe a it wasn't test? The, Maybe it was a different country, but there was oh. something with like, it's not recognized here was, as a... It was the Johnson & Johnson had the blood clots. Johnson & Johnson sorry. had yeah. blood clots, but uh, AstraZeneca did as well. Mm. I've been... Uh, if if you are following Rahu Kohli on Instagram, you can experience him going through 14-day quarantine in Canada because uh, I, I guess he went back up there to work. And so he's been sitting in a hotel for 14 days or he's on, on his way into that. Um, and I was amazed that he went ahead and ordered the materials needed to continue his hobby of making those mo Gundam models. Mm -hmm. Like he literally bought all the equipment and stuff needed to do it in his hotel room. And he posted about how I've never been into Gundam or any of that mm -hmm. anime or anything like that. But he posted about how Netflix has Gundam mobile one, two and three now on Netflix to watch. And so I asked him like, would this be a good jumping on point if you've never gotten into that and he's like yeah yeah it's it's dated but you'll like it and so i started watching the first gundam N no dub 
It's it's all there's um it's all <clears throat> subtitles. No, no depth. Like not depth's not even an option. But I started watching it. Just and subtitled. It, it's funny to watch super old, like nineteen eighties anime, because you forget about all of those like trends and quirks from night from like old anime that we that then became like a a regular thing like all like the the melodramatic reactions to everything and uh the the way that they like shot action it's still the first gundam movie holds up like visually as quite impressive and and a fun thing to check out um you went to japan right i've never been oh i thought you were in that group that went but that's that like giant gundam statue thing i want to go so bad moves and shit does it move i think it moves its face or it lights up or we something. have budget to uh, go to japan and do the rt podcast in japan right yeah eric can't tell us no right. it's uh tyler's producing today the same eric who wouldn't buy two of those earwax uh removers for us <laughs> just one for you <laughs> tyler says that it walks kind of does yeah, tyler say we could go like to moving japan? its leg but it doesn't really go anywhere <laughs> uh yeah tyler approved it awesome yeah he said yes there it is Thanks, Tyler. Or your pal. Did you, you do the you wax work, thing work it out with Eric? Yeah, baby. Oh, see, approved. <laughs> this episode of the Rich Teeth Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. If you use the internet without a VPN, you're basically waving a huge flag telling everyone from scammers to huge tech companies everything about yourself. Seriously, everything from your name, your address, your pet's name, your for the house color of the house you grew up in uh, they could find that information and sell it so get a vpn but not any old v- vpn get the best on the market which is express vpn express vpn doesn't log your data online unlike a lot of cheap or free vpns who make money by selling your data to advertisers express vpn is also the fastest vpn i've ever used doesn't slow my connection down at all it's also easy to use you just press one button you're protected you know we've talked about it a lot here that's because it works for us you know uh you can it's really easy to install. You can use it on all kinds of devices. It keeps your data secure. It's simple, and it does not affect the way you browse. Uh, but don't just take it from me. CNET, The Verge, and so many other tech journals rate ExpressVPN the number one VPN in the world. So protect yourself with a VPN that I use and trust, and use our link, which is expressvpn.com rooster today. Get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com rooster to learn more. We're going to Japan. Do the uh, podcast there. They're doing. They're having the fucking Olympics in like a month now. They're going they through with it. Are yeah. They, they are. can't stop it. It's only the IOC who can stop it. Uh, so they're having Olympics, whether they like it or not. I'm worried that's going to. I think be really. There. I think dangerous. their national vaccine rate is at six percent. Wait, what? No. Yeah. In Japan, and they currently have more. People hospitalized than they did last year when they delayed the games. What a perfect time to Wait, do the fucking Olympics! Why is oh my god? Why is Japan so low? Because they they ha- they took them longer to approve the vaccines. Oh, because no. their their numbers were lower, so they didn't move as quickly Wasn't on the uh, approval process. Like uh, Japan, South Korea, uh, so their rollout has been incredibly slow. Jeez, so that's very unfortunate. we might have hoping for the best, but we might have a. Another a really bad thing happening in a month. Another wave out there. Yeah. You ever see anybody here ever watch Akira? Yeah, that was like the 2020 Tokyo Olympics that that's all set up against. Oh Jesus! Really? <laughs> yeah, that's like all the construction in Akira. It's like oh, 2020 Jesus. Tokyo Olympics. <laughs> and oh, it's that's like, the Gundam. Look at that boy! The, the world. Oh, I, saw, I guess I saw a different one. I was th- I the, was the one I saw there, didn't have a building attached to the back of it. Yeah, I've <laughs> s- I've, I remember seeing people take pictures next to one that was like a maybe like a, a couple stories tall. But that thing's like that is the mobile suit Gundam guy, and that's and he's big. That's a that's a big big boy. 
Uh, Tyler says there's three full-size Gundams. Cool. And when ah. is he buying our plane tickets for the podcast? <laughs> I, don't think you, I don't think you can visit yet anyway. I, think I honestly, closed. like, hearing yeah. about that, yeah. I wouldn't want to go anytime soon. Yeah. I would I, I, wait I, Which there. sucks, because last year I really wanted to go to Super Nintendo World. It's like, uh, we still, still got to wait. If, there's bigger problems. Aren't all, like, the Disney parks open now again? Yeah. Like, all of them? I believe They're open, so. and they, they're, like, in the middle of slash already gone through with a ton of reopening uh, procedures of, like, uh, like uh, restrictions have been removed, and yeah. they're, like, fireworks are starting up again. Don't you, like, not need a mask uh, Masks are optional in most spaces. Wow. Um, as long as you're vaccinated. That um, happens so quickly. And uh, a lot of, like, the barriers, and you're starting to see, like, things that are on the, the ground uh, taken off and everything like that. Um, yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy to think about. I had a um, totally different subject. Um, Pivot. Um, I, 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 had, I did something the other day. Um, you went I outside. Was, I was talking with some of my neighbors. <laughs> Is that serious? And one of my neighbors, you know, we had that really bad hailstorm back in March. Uh, I don't know if you remember. It was big, like, big hail. Big hail, and they were like all spiky and stuff. <laughs> and it was weird. I've never seen hail like that. I've lived in Texas my whole life. Uh, <laughs> if, if it, looked, it looked like little... COVID viruses with yeah. like the ball with the spikes around them but um, like cloudy with a chance of meatballs one of my neighbors came up to me he's like hey uh, after that storm in March did you ever have an insurance adjuster come out and look at your roof and I was like no I can look I can see it from here it looks fine he's like I just had someone come out well, he's like our other neighbor on the other side over there he had an insurance adjuster come out and looked at his roof and insurance says he has $10,000 for the damage on his roof and I was like oh shit and the guy I was talking to was like yeah and they came out and looked at my roof and the, the insurance adjuster says I have $15,000 for the damage on my roof and I was like, oh, I better call my insurance. Like, I don't, it looks fine. I can see it, but like, I would hate for there to be a problem and then me have to pay for it later. So I call my insurance and they send a guy out with ladders. He crawls up on my roof and looks at it and everything. He crawls down. He's like, all right, I'm going to fill out some paperwork. I'll get it to you tomorrow. So I got an email from him the next day and it's like, yeah, your roof has $23,000 worth of damage on it. And I was like, How but it roof? looks fine. I get that. What's the roof cost? <laughs> I, right. I was like, <laughs> is that just a new roof? Like, are you going to buy a car and put it on top of my fucking house? <laughs> Do you have shingles? No, it's a metal roof. Okay. Okay. But, he had shingles years ago. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I look back at that podcast when we're all in those hazmat suits and I'm like, oh, those would have been, those would have been nice uh, this year. <laughs> so the moral, so of the, is, the moral of the story is, if you have a hailstorm, if you own a house and you have a hailstorm pass through, file a claim with your insurance just for the wow. hell of it. Have someone take a look at it. Ah, oh, that sounds like so much effort. What are you no, do? I didn't do anything. I just filled out like, in the app on my insurance. I just filled. I was like, "Hey, can someone just check for hail damage?" I didn't. The guy came to my door and was like, "He had a ladder. He's like, I'm just gonna crawl up on your roof." He just crawled around on the roof. He's like, "All right, I'll email you." But what are you gonna do now? Are you gonna? Well, yeah, now I have to find a fucking roof company to come fix it. That's the effort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you don't want it to be damaged and then have to, like, deal with it later. Right. You could get uh, leaks and right. that shit. That's Bad. crazy. It's so much money. Might want to oh, get someone like and it looks roof. fine. He <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> might, might want to do I that. I remember the day after the, the storm, I looked at my roof. I was like, ah, it's fine. There's nothing wrong That's up there. That's too much money. It's so, so do much. You, do you have, like, a, a deductible that you have to pay? $500. Five hundred dollars for a free twenty three thousand dollars. Like, that's a bargain. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. See if they can do some cool stuff to the roof. Oh, you get the solar tiles. Can, can I get lasers? Yeah. <laughs> Self defense yeah. turrets. Melt hail. <laughs> or like yeah, a that big... hail was insane. That dented cars and stuff like it that. It was too. really bad. That, yeah. Um, those solar panels that are the roof tiles. Yeah. Is that real yet? Yeah. 
Like, could you just get that, or is this still? Yeah, you should do that. I hadn't thought about that. It's a good. It's a great opportunity because I bet your roof was fine before, and there'd be no point. It'd be a waste of money to replace the whole roof. Now you got a car's Listen worth to of Gavin damage. Free roof expert. Mm. Who has not Guess, seen your roof? Mm, <laughs> <laughs> have to look that's, into this. That's your next profession. After you're done with rooster teeth and slumber guys, roofer. But roofer, never yeah. looking at the roofs. I, I, I really want to learn a trade that's useful. Me too. I really want to learn how to be an electrician. Really? Yeah. Out of all the trades. Yeah. I think electrician's cool. I think right. it's so useful. I'm constantly like doing shit in my walls and I'm like, ah, that will kill me if I touch that probably. Yeah. I'm doing like low voltage stuff, like networking stuff. But I, I want to be able to do like real electricity okay be sick that would be cool that would also be very <laughs> handy <laughs> it'd be so useful wouldn't it it worked out yeah. well for in michael the apocalypse. right in the apocalypse <laughs> what's that for what worked out well for michael right <laughs> <laughs> he's he's ready to go well Once if you think about here. it if you think about it michael went from i'm saying he made the jump in the other like, direction how much michael has advanced in his career from electrician like if you could add electrician to you and then make that jump further. That's how it works, right? I would want to learn carpentry. Carpentry would be weird. That'd, that'd be useful that, too. That's I, what I want. I'd be afraid you'd like lose a finger or something. I feel though. like the thing is with carpentry, I feel like you do need a little artistic talent. Yeah. To make good Which stuff. Which I feel like I'm have. partially there. You seen Barb does that? Have, have you no, ever I'm seen? I wouldn't. I don't know. That's why an electrician is just like it's that just makes technical. Sense. Have that's you ever seen those table saws? That if they detect that they're about to cut a finger, Scary they, shit ever. they break themselves and stop so that they Yeah, don't I'm not even going to test that out. It's <laughs> well, smart like... every day on that, isn't it? Is there? I haven't seen that one. i got to watch yeah, it. I think he shoved a hot dog in the Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> oh, I have seen I that saw one. Yeah. That. Did, it's did still, it cut it? It's, yeah, because it, like, it, it cuts it a little. A tiny it. little sliver. And then like, it's like... And then it, like, it just shuts oh, out. Like, it stops in such a way that breaks the saw. But it's like, you would want that as opposed to like cutting your flesh. Yeah. Uh, I guess let's change from carpentry to pottery on one of those little I've, spinny wheels. I've with thought, the, how's that I've thought about taking a pottery class. I think it would be fun, like with the little spinny wheel. So and you like need the, to make a pot. Well, <laughs> you can make more than a pot. Yeah. I mean, All I heard was, you did but a pot. You did but a pot. I like pot. Uh, I, Just like I had to take, a, I had to take a, a pottery class in college for my arts degree. Yeah, it was quite soothing and nice. It's, it's relaxing. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Very nice. Doing it. I just feel like once you've made all the mugs in the world, you don't. Need you can make bowls, vases, and and you can make vases. Yeah, you can make plates. Plates. Oh, there's an Angus mug. I, I have it at home. I drank coffee out of it this morning. There is a oh, Rick and Morty mug as well. Yeah, <laughs> Rick and Morty mug and jacket and sweater and long sleeve. We should do a collab of both. Remember those shirts where it was like. And uh, it'd be like Rick and Morty and Gus. And, and Gus. <laughs> oh, that's actually smart. People are like, I don't understand. Is Gus a new character in Rick and Morty? <laughs> Stop it with that door. <laughs> Where's mine? <laughs> You're actually outnumbered. There's the two out of the four people on set are wearing Rick and Morty merch. I don't want to do this podcast anymore. I've, uh, Quick, put on a Gus thing so you can, so nah, you can be even. I don't support Just wrap that it around. Nice scarf. There it goes. It looks really good with the plastic hanging off of it. Is that a medium? Yes, it is. Can I have it? Oh. You can put it on? Yeah, why not? I'll be on Team Gus. We'll be 50-50. I've, I've been learning. Um, the, thing, the thing that's great about the time we live in is that you can Google something if you have an idea and see if it's real. Like I was, I was trying to wire, put wires down my walls for like Cat6 cables because I don't have networking in rooms that I want. But I do have coax, like the TV shit yeah. sticking out the wall. And I was like, I wonder if this is a thing. Can you p- put Ethernet down a coax cable? And this t- you totally can. 
that you could just convert coax to Ethernet with a little adapter on each end. With the same. Uh, now I don't have to do a bunch of annoying crawling around in the in the loft. You could so, figure out. You could be an electrician. But is the you same. Uh, is the same like strength of of, of signal? Uh, yeah. The thing I got would support up to like two point five gigabits per second, and it's I'm only using a gigabit switch, so it shouldn't slow me down at all. Mm-hmm. I think that's freaking yeah, wicked. Gavin texted me about that the other day. I was like, did like, you know you could do Fucking this? blew my mind. I was like, well, that makes total sense. Yeah. Why did I never think to do this? Because I've I've shown Gavin before. I have like a fucked up Ethernet drop in my office, <laughs> like where I normally stream from, and uh, I have to run my cable from a different room in there, and uh, this would be really help it out, so it wouldn't be so bad. You got some plastic on the. Do you think you're gonna do it? Uh, I need to. I feel like I wish I'd known about it a year ago. <laughs> yeah, because now you know. Yeah, now it's like, as well. Yeah, we come in here for the podcast. It's not as, as big of a deal. Yeah, chat mm. knows what's up. It's Mocha. Mocha. Look, Look at, at that. You. Right down the middle. Rick and Morty and Gus. <laughs> or if you look at Gavin's camera angle, it's and us. Oh, he moves like <laughs> Shit. Ah, you get, you get it. You'll be on camera enough one day. And Gus. I saw. The new Supreme. <laughs> yeah, oh, I like that. Uh, the other day, I was looking, you know, for something to watch. It, we're in this weird drought, right? Where it's like, no, there's been like a kind of a a lack of movies, new movies coming out yeah. to watch. Uh, yeah, yeah. I watched Army of the Dead on Netflix um, last week or the week before. See the robot zombies in it? Robot zombies? Yeah. Are you talking about the new one or the old one? The, the recent one, the Zack Snyder one? There's a robot zombie in it. There was? Yep. I don't remember. What was it? It was uh, in, they showed up a couple of times, but there's one in the the when they're going up like the the stairway shaft. Yeah, um, he shoots one, and a zombie rolls back, and it's got blue glowing stuff inside of it, um, and it's like it like sparks, and they don't explain it for the rest of the movie. <laughs> I, I I must have blanked that. I was not a huge fan of that movie, um, but a movie that I was a huge fan of that I watched this past weekend was The Lighthouse. Which was oh, a movie from 2019. Have you seen it? Very similar to Army this of the Dead. This was Robert Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. Never saw it. It's on Prime Video. Okay. So if you want to, like, you don't have to pay for it. It's just it looked weird. Stream. It's out there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> out by the lighthouse, some might say. Uh, but it's like uh, just under two hours long. But it's like super enthralling, and the acting performances are just like so fucking good. Willem Dafoe just, like, gives a master class. Like, there's this one scene where he, like, recites that he, like, curses Robert Pattinson's character and he's, uh-huh. like, screaming at him and, like, really, like, really angry channeling this. And it's, like, one take that's, like, two minutes of him issuing this curse on Robert Pattinson and he doesn't blink the entire time. And it's just, like, blink, dude. Blink. Oh, I can't believe I'm noticing you're not... Blink, blink, <laughs> please, blink. It's a good old blink. And, um... It's just really, really. Um, Do you have to be intense. in the right mindset to watch that film? It's yeah. not, I, I assume it's not a sit down and oh well, let's just no, no, oh, it's definitely not one of those. It's like a psychological <laughs> drama. Yeah, it's like really, really character driven. I mean, there's pretty much the only two actors in the whole. Like you see, they they call it the Laos because they're like the two operators of this lighthouse in the 1890s. The only other characters I think you see are the other lighthouse operators that they're relieving. At the beginning of the movie, there's two people <laughs> leaving the lighthouse <laughs> and it's <laughs> Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson arrive at the lighthouse. And that's all black and white. It's all black and white. It's shot like in a 1.19 yeah, to 1 like, aspect. It's like a square. Yeah. So um, strange. Yeah, it's it's out there. They apparently shot it with like super old lenses and Did super you like old it stock. It was really good. Um, the, it's the same director who directed The Witch, which was like that. You mean Zivich? Yes. Zivich. Zivich. With... Fil- with uh, that goat, Philip. 
uh, uh, Philip the Goat. Black yeah. Philip. Black Philip. Yeah. Um, I've never seen The Witch, so I don't that, know. The Witch is a movie that has, in my opinion, one of the most satisfying last like two minutes of a movie ever because it's it's a it's a weird uh, psychological <laughs> build. Uh, with a bunch of just like, is it happening? Is it not happening? Is is this real? Is this not real? That kind of thing. And then has this very, very satisfying ending. I don't want to give it away because it's a very... It's yeah, at the end you're like, oh, okay. But it, but it's 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 the ending is shot and executed so well. It was just... I, I like movies like that that are a, a, a build that... Uh, Uncut Gems is another one where it's like... Uncut Gems was too stressful the whole time. Uncut Gems is meant to be stressful the entire time. And then has it just builds to this big old abrupt crazy ending, mm-hmm. and then just ends. I I feel like I'm gonna get a lot of shit for this. I didn't love that movie. I I I, I was very. I can understand people not it. loving that it, movie. It stressed me out. Yeah, like too much to the point where I just couldn't enjoy it. And I remember Wes going on and on about like it's the best movie ever, and it was his favorite movie. And I'm just like, I... guess what movie also Wes really liked? Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Lighthouse, and Lighthouse. Oh. Uh, but yeah, I felt the same. I couldn't relax after I saw Uncut Gems. I was like wired or but it like, was also just so like tense. Scre- like people screaming on top of each other for two yeah. hours straight mm-hmm. to the point where I was like, I honestly, I need captions on this because I don't know <laughs> <laughs> what's going down in this. Yeah, I didn't love it. A movie that my girlfriend doesn't like to rewatch. Or she, she thought it was a good movie. But she can't rewatch because it stresses her out too much. Parasite mm. stresses her. That movie oh. is. Don't say that, that movie's that intense. Us. Yeah, I mean, that takes I, a definite turn. <laughs> that, I, 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 I will... N- to put it lightly. I will never forget the first time watching that movie when there's like they open up behind the case and then I remember like there's like the mu- the music starts building and like all that's happening. I remember mine was like what is happening? Like what <laughs> is this movie? Like what is this turn that that yeah, we're seeing like, happen right here? Oh, this wasn't in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know. Like I thought I knew what was happening and it's it's taking a turn now. I keep meaning to rewatch that. I see it all the time when I'm scrolling through Hulu. And I'm like, I should rewatch Parasite. I, I own that movie on Blu-ray. Oh I own it on 4K. That's because I, I you told me it was on 4K. <laughs> and I own the Criterion version. <laughs> I own that movie in three different physical formats. That's crazy. Every time I see it, I think of you. And I go, I should rewatch this. Such Gus a, would be proud. Such a good movie. So fucking. There good. are some. There are a few movies that I've. I think I've got on every generation that it's been available. Like what? Starship Troopers is one of them. Mm. It's like on VHS. I was like, oh, I want this on DVD now. Yeah. I'll get it on Blu-ray. Yeah. Oh, it's 25th anniversary 4K Blu-ray? I'll get that, yeah. It's, it's worth it. <laughs> I fucking, that's such a good <laughs> movie. A goofy movie. And I love Michael Starship Ironside in it. Starship Troopers. Yeah. Okay. I love Starship Troopers. Okay. I don't know Starship if I've seen that it. movie on that website. Was it? Starship <laughs> Troopers is like a... I don't know if I've seen it. It's like a, a, a military uh, propaganda sci-fi film. Yeah, I've definitely it's heard like, of it. They're fighting bugs, bugs. in outer space. It's like a Starcraft, Zergs. Very young Neil yeah. Patrick Harris, isn't it? Playing yeah. uh, scientist. I might have to borrow a copy. <laughs> yeah, which one you want? What format you want? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any CDs? <laughs> no. That I could play on my Xbox. It, it's good in a very, like, campy, like, go get them kind movies. of. Okay, yeah. I the, love that shit. The sequel, I think it was Starship Troopers. Was Starship Troopers 2 the one they filmed? And it was, like, inside and dark the entire time. Please? It was like, they had no budget to build a set. Please tell me it's one. called Starship 2 Sherp. Two pers. Two pers. Wow. Gotcha. <laughs> Let's take that again. Take two. Five, Starship six, seven, two eight. <laughs> Starship Toopers. There we That's go. That's the one. <laughs> Let's use. Hey, can we use that one? Can we use that one in the final cut of the podcast? Thank you it's very much. Starship Troopers it. Two: Hero of the Federation. Uh, I never saw the sequels. It's no good. Yeah. Sometimes sequels just ugh. They 
they're just trying to recreate the magic of the first movie, and it just doesn't happen. Very off. Yeah. Um, I uh, I was driving the other day, and I think people in this country are addicted to being angry. I think no. we have a serious problem with people just losing their shit and like think like I don't know there's like a sense of entitlement it's hard to put it in towards like all that matters is what they're going through and fuck everyone else. I was driving the other day. Oh, and then another thing. I I feel like I've noticed that I think as a as a side as a tangent here I think I've noticed like people driving in such a ways to like set traps so that other people can like cut them off or do something that, to give them an excuse to honk and be mad. It's like you shouldn't be driving this way unless like, like driving you're intentionally set, yeah you're like intentionally trolling. setting up a scenario right so that someone's going to do something so you can honk and be mad at them. Anyway, I was driving the other day and I had exited off of the highway and I was on the access road and I had to take a right turn at the upcoming light. So I moved over to the far right lane because right. I knew that this was going to be a, the, a right turn at the light. Mm-hmm. Move over to the far right lane. I'm going straight for a ways. And then this Suburban pulls out right, right in front of me, like without l- looking or anything. Like I have to slam on my brakes and I honk because, you know, yeah. this guy just nearly hit me. Yeah. And he sticks his arm out the window and very angrily flips me off. And I'm like, I was just driving in my lane. Like, why am I getting flipped off? And we get up to the light and the light's red and he's in front of me in the right turn lane. And uh, he stops, and I see his reverse lights flash on for a second. Oh, God. Like, oh, he just put his car in park. He's going to come talk to me. Uh, but then his reverse lights flash again for a, just a quick second. Like, okay, he thought, he thought better of it. He's, he's back in drive. <laughs> um, like, I was, look, I was looking, Why like, how, how am I going to get out of here if, if this guy, like, comes out of here with a gun? I mean, that's the fucking world we live in, right? And uh, so he's first at the red light in the right turn lane, and he just guns it and runs it straight through the red light. Uh, and I'm like, okay. And I just, I make my right turn. I'm like, this is just some angry asshole. There is something in the water in Austin lately because there have been so many yeah. fucking like, assholes on I'll the t- road. I'll what tell you the what, rest I, of that guy's day? I'll tell you what right. happened. I'll, and, tell you, I'll tell you what happened. I'll tell you what happened. Okay. It was so, John. Why did you flip off Gus, John? <laughs> so, I was having a rough day. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what happened. So, that guy cuts you off and, and you honk. Flips a finger at you, mad at you, gets in front of you, and is still upset about how much you inconvenienced him by making a loud noise. <laughs> so then he puts it into park, and he's like blustering up to come in and confront you. But then he finally looks back and gets a good look at you, Gus. And he goes, I can't deal with that. That much man <laughs> on that scared. level. Too scared. So that's when he puts it back into drive, and he's actually... Really worried that he realized you just saw him do the the drive and park kind of little cycle. Freaked out that you're now going to approach him. <laughs> runs the red light. Runs away. You're scary, Gus. End of story. Yeah. Or he forgot his gun at home, as uh, Franklin not in chat said. Yeah, at this point, especially in Texas, it's not worth yeah, it. Yeah, that, that was my first thought when I saw the reverse light flash. I was like, he's got a gun. He's going to come out shooting. I was like, I was looking around like... Is there space for me to move my car and get out of here? Oh, man, There's, I don't like that. There's right. some people, and this, I'm sure it's in a lot of cities who do this. I just am speaking from personal experience, that do this thing that I will never understand. So I'm going to put out a scenario driving to you guys. Gavin, you could just listen. Okay. <laughs> so you're driving down a highway, 
it's at night. There's not a lot of cars on the road. You're in the middle lane, just going the speed limit, whatever. You could see a car approaching really fast behind you in the same lane. They get fucking on your bumper before they change lanes. And it's like, they're still going the same speed to the point where you're like, that guy... Yeah, that mad you didn't move. Almost, like... Almost hit you, it's, yeah. You're driving in the middle lane, like... There's a passing lane. There's uh, a passing lane. And mm-hmm. this happens to me all the time. It happens to Trevor all the time. And it's like, if I'm driving, and I'm going faster than the person in front of me, and there's a passing lane, I'll, like... Get over. Get over. A while because I could tell I could see my speed and I could see their speed and I'm like I'm gonna pass them eventually so let me get over now so I could pass them and then like get back in front of them later on I don't understand the mentality of getting as close as humanly fucking possible to the back of my I car I don't understand going, the me- why drive in the middle lane anyway like the middle lane's where you should be it's driving the, it's where you should be driving because people will get on on the right lane. lane yeah and then the left lane's for passing, lane's for passing. the right lane is for merging or exiting and the middle lane is for travel. If you're cruising, yeah. Should you only need to use the middle if you have, need to overtake someone in the right lane? No. No. Can I stop imagining I'm driving now? You can stop. Yeah. You, <laughs> you can park. Uh, Parallel park. Quite a long drive, I think, road trip. I think that's part <laughs> of what I was talking about. Like, people <laughs> driving in such ways to, like, set traps or to, like, yeah. set up situations. Like, I think in their mind, the only thing I could potentially think of is they didn't want to get over sooner in case you move to the left lane to block them. I just, like... I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I can't figure I out what a, an insane like, person's thinking. It happens all the time here. And it's like, is that just a style of driving? But it's... Yes. I don't know. It makes me so fucking anxious. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll see them like coming up, like going 90 miles an hour behind me. And I'm like, what if they don't move over in time? What if they just like slam into the back of me? Yeah, like, there's maybe no they're, other cars on maybe the road. they're drunk or not paying attention or yeah. like, doing something else. And like they, they, they might hit you. I mean... <laughs> I know we've said this so many times, but Austin is the worst when it comes to people Awful. at a red light looking at their phone or something, and like the light turns green, then I have to honk, and then I get flipped off. It's like, you weren't going. <laughs> the light was right. green. Pay attention. You're on the road. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's The problem with Austin, I think, is that there's a lot of transplants here, mm-hmm. so you have a lot of different driving styles in one city. And people trying to learn the road still. They don't yeah. know where they're going necessarily. You have, like, L.A. drivers, you have New York drivers, you have Texan drivers. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, a mishmash. It's At least if you're in New York, you have everyone who drives like a New Yorker. Yeah. If you're in L.A., you have everyone who drives like an L.A. It's funny. I feel like in the Austin subreddit, or, like, in Austin in general, people talk about, like, old Austin dying, or, like, Austin's change. It's not the same anymore. And it's funny to me when I see people, like, yeah, it's never been the same since 2010. Or it's, it's like, it wasn't even that long ago. Come on, let's be let's be real. Um, but like in my mind, old Austin, like the original Austin that I fell in love with, it died before I even moved here. Like Austin doesn't. The Austin I idealize in my mind stopped existing in the early 90s. Like it's been 25 or 30 years since it's been you know what I picture. Like the idyllic, like dazed and confused, or slacker Austin. Like, do you miss yeah. the good old days? It's been, it's it's gone. There's no <laughs> point in reminiscing over it. But it's funny when people are like, "Oh yeah, it's a totally different city than 2015." Like, okay, I mean, yeah, I guess. But <laughs> I love the idea. There's no point reminiscing because it's gone. Isn't right. everything you reminisce about? Right. Gone? It's, it's all gone. It's all gone. Like it's it, it's nostalgia. Burn, this is something Bernie used to talk about. It's like nostalgia 
is very subjective. It's like down to an individual. Like what's nostalgic for me is not going to be the same as nostalgic for you because I'm right. so much fucking older. He would always say that about retro gaming. Retro gaming, it's the same thing. It's like everyone has a different time frame that's like, oh, this was the sweet spot. It's like you, you'll have other people who share it with you who are your age, but like the world at large isn't going to share that exact same wasn't, reference. Wasn't there, I forget where this quote was from, but it's like, how do you know you're in the you don't know you're in the good old days until yeah. they're gone yeah and then it's like oh that's fucking dark <laughs> it's like oh those were the good old days uh, but i didn't realize it at the time but now looking back i realize it there was something i i uh read recently that was talking about people who constantly are like looking to the future and thinking about the future and looking forward and like trying to reach a goal you end up missing your life mm-hmm. by doing that because you're always like looking to the future and trying to think about the future not saying you shouldn't be prepared and try to plan accordingly and and make smart decisions but like there's something to be said for just enjoying the moment living in the moment yeah i tell you about my existential crisis i had in the movie theater watching the new updated version of robin hood with terry egerton you did not tell me about your existential <laughs> crisis when you're in the movie theater. Version of Robin Hood? Yeah, I didn't do well. It was very bad. All right. Uh, but I went and saw it by myself, uh, as I do with a lot of movies. And I remember being in the movie theater, and for some reason, it must have been the, uh, like a mixture of like how bad the movie was to like how it, I was able to get easily distracted while watching the bad movie, and that my brain just decided, what if we just severely contemplated the finite time your life is and how your mortality is something that could be <laughs> tested any moment right now? That was a fun thing to deal with in a movie theater. And then it mixed that with the knowledge that I had at the time that I had a certain amount of money in my savings account, as some people are, are want to do to, to build up a savings account and my brain was like you're gonna die tomorrow <laughs> and that savings account is gonna do what for you and i was like stop it i need that savings account <laughs> but so you drove home it's like your new car so <laughs> you yeah. went and bought a new roof <laughs> i found i found a nice middle ground in between not doing anything and buying a car and i bought a new phone that I had been holding off on buying for quite a while, and I mm-hmm. went and bought myself like a Sign new, times? Yeah. Uh, like a like a Google Pixel, I think at the time is what I was getting, mm. and uh, and I, I think it was just pretty funny that my decision to get that purchase came from just sitting what, in a movie theater and just really contemplating the inevitability of death. That's what media is for, though, isn't it? Makes uh, you think about shit. I don't think that was the aim of that movie. I don't think <laughs> that, that was going to make you think you're going to die next In particular, week, but yeah. took from the rich to give to the poor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're all going to die. <laughs> I'm going to give money to Google. <laughs> but it's genuinely like... I've, I like that was that was such a uh, a concern of mine and still is when because when, when I got divorced at thirty I zeroed out all of my bank accounts to to fund the divorce and so I started over with everything at thirty and I've done a pretty good job of building back up a cushion so I'm not like you know destitute if something mm-hmm. bad happens but I'm still constantly just like what's the level of saving slash living mm-hmm. that is healthy because i can't just go out and just spend all of my money i do have children that need stuff yeah right you need um, to be damn responsible you know and, I, and that kind of thing yeah. but also like what level of hoarding is just limiting my life and i don't know what the answer is but it's something that's, that that's I constantly it's like do you, do you want to spend your money when you could enjoy the experiences you could spend it on like traveling for example sure because a lot of people you know try to save all their money for retirement which is you know smart because if you're not working you're just spending mm-hmm. you're not having income 
But it's like there's not as much you can enjoy when you're at the age of retirement. Mm-hmm. Whereas like when you're younger and you could. But that's but that's you know. still just like a genuine. This is, this is getting dark and real, but that's a genuine fear of mine at this point, because I am in the generation of people that I was raised around people who told me the promise was that I will have I will be taken care of in my old age. But now I'm being told it's like. Don't, eh. don't count on that. Yeah. That might not yeah. be as guaranteed as possible, so you might want to get yourself situated Have on your fun. own. Um, who, who did you think was taking care of you in your old age? Like Social Security and... and like and, and the government. I mean, that's that yeah. was... Uh, I grew up in America, in California, in the 90s, and, and in that area, and, like, the, you know, early 2000s of, like, people telling me, like, you know, you'll retire. Everyone retires at... 60, 65, whatever. Everyone retires and you'll retire and then you'll get to go and do all your kind of stuff. But now it's not like, it's like, you, you might not be retiring. Mm-hmm. Um, just FYI. Happens more and more. Right. So Nothing there's, matters. there's that fear. <laughs> Nothing matters. <laughs> yeah. It's honestly like it sounds dark, but it kind of comforts me in a way where it's just like, Nothing matters. And no, this is why I've rationalized how much money I have spent on Pokemon Go. <laughs> yeah. Chase your dreams. You get Chase that Pikachu. <laughs> no, it's just like when you people worry about certain things or I obviously this is I'm speaking in very broad terms and like there is a lot of shit to worry about and there's a lot of hardships that people go through, but like if you spill coffee on your shirt, like whatever. Who cares? <laughs> there, there's a lot of that. If you if you go through like something really bad or something traumatic, and then it, you know what? When you're like watching a real time graph, yeah, and then you know it's like this high, and then something big happens, and it shrinks everything behind to yeah. make yeah. the. It's like, oh, my old problems weren't really yeah. problems, <laughs> right. and, they were and then they're on the scale at that height forever. So it's like something I would have worried about before. You're like. Ah, that can, that's doesn't, matter. That's, 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 doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's shit. not as bad as the other stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, speaking of problems, it's time to wrap this up. Good. Uh, Store.rishi.com. Go buy some Rick and Morty and and Gush shirts. Uh, Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you guys again next time. (laughs) Bye.